This is a talk of the Rebbe based on the Kutis Sichas, volume 31, Lamed Aleph, uh, relating to Mashiach, derived from Parshas B'Shalach, this week's Torah portion, which includes the song of the Si'az Yashir, where we find a reference to the building of the Beis Amigdash, the Holy Temple. Now the Mechilta, the Talmud, and Rashi differ as to which temple the end of the verse refers. And the differences derive from how each approaches the Torah style. What does a parallel phrase add? The song speaks of the future when the Lord will rule forever during the period of Geula, redemption. For this reason, it also alludes to the third temple, when all of the inhabitants of the world will recognize Hashem's kingship. Okay. In this parsha, it records the song of Moses, Again, that's the Oz Yashir, which we, uh, we, we say every single morning in the Shacharit morning service. And the Bnei Yisrael, the children of Israel, after the splitting of the sea and the miraculous um, deliverance. Like it says, Oz Yashir, Moshe Bnei Yisrael, it was sang, sung by Moses and the Jewish people. Now the passage through the Yamsuf, through the Sea of Reeds, as well as the drowning of the Egyptians, was the final stage of the Exodus enabling the Jewish people to proceed freely and directly to Sinai and the revelation of the Torah. That's the song that was sung by Moses. Moshe B'nai Yisrael, the children of Israel, celebrates the culmination of the Exodus, which of course was the first redemption. As such, it contains as well allusions to the future, to the times of Mashiach and the final redemption, the Geula HaMitisvah In fact, <clears throat> there is one verse that refers directly to the building of the temple. It says, you bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, the place which you have made um, for your dwelling, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. Now, there are three different opinions as to which sanctuary the end of the verse refers. Does the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established, refer to the first and second temples, which were built by, by Tzadikim? acting as the shluchim of Hashem, the agents of God, as it were? Or does it perhaps refer to the third temple that is built by Hashem Himself and waiting for the Geula when it will descend upon Yerushalayim? Now, according to the Mechilta, who is a rabbinic commentary on, on Exodus, the phrase, the sanctuary, Mikdash Adni sanctuary Lord, which your hands have established, refers to the future sanctuary, which will be built, or rather revealed, after the destruction of the first two temples. So the Mechilta sees the first part of the verse. You bring them in and plant them in the mountains of your inheritance, referring to the times of the first two temples, while the second part, the sanctuary of the Lord, which your hands have established, refers to the times of Mashiach and the miraculous establishment of the third temple. <clears throat> now, according to the Gemara, the Talmud, the verse in question refers to one period which includes entrance into and conquest of the, whole, of the Holy Land, followed by the building of the Temple. So it's a two-stage process. First, the Jewish people enter, enter Eretz Yisrael, they conquer it. As is foretold in the first part of the verse, you bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance. Then the base of Migdash is built through the efforts of the Sadiqim, whose actions are called the actions of Hashem, the sanctuary or Lord, which your hands have established. Now, according to Rashi, the Pasuk is referring to the Temple, the Jewish people expected Hashem to build once they entered Eretz Yisrael. So in a sense, Rashi is combining the other two opinions. 
On the one hand, Rashi agrees with the Gemara that the verse indicates an immediate construction of the temple directly following the entrance into and conquest of the land of Israel. But Rashi also agrees with the Mechilta that the temple will be built by Hashem himself without the intermediary efforts of human beings, the tzaddik. So what Rashi explains is that the sins of the people delayed the divinely constructed temple. Hence, the first two temples built by human hands could be and were destroyed. Now, these three approaches depend on three methodologies or approaches to the language of biblical poetics. According to one school of thought, the doubling of phrases and use of parallel expressions are rhetorical devices enhancing the beauty of the Proverbs, poems, parables, and songs. However, on the level of drush, uh, deriving legal and ethical lessons from a passage, each phrase or concept indicates a separate topic. Each needs to be explained in and of itself as a completely new idea. In the next, in part two of this shir, we will see how Rashi offers a third alternative, which is a combination between uh, both approaches. This concludes today's share.